Welcome to the PCA Alumni Life Talk podcast, where we talk about life while encouraging and equipping you to live out the truth of God's Word. My name is Megan Rogers, and I'm the Director of Alumni Relations at Prestonwood Christian Academy. I'm hosting Life Talk with my friend and colleague at PCA, Dan Panetti. Welcome back for another Alumni Life Talk podcast. Welcome back. We are super excited. We're always excited. I always say that. Yeah. But but you're, you're chewing gum this time. That's the first time you've ever chewed gum on the I podcast. I am. Yep. You know, I'm just trying to keep it fresh. Fresh, fresh breath. Super important. <laughs> super, super important. Early in the morning. Um, Tell them who you are. I am Megan Rogers. <laughs> and I am here with my co-host, Dan Panetti. I'm here. Um, and we have a special guest today. He is a 2007 grad. Wow. And I, before I uh, so mention he's got to be him, like in his 30s by now. Yes. Okay. See all um, that math I'm doing in my head just <laughs> as I'm sitting here? Oh, Dan. Very oh, impressive. Dan. Very impressive. Um, Drew Horner is here with us this morning. And I just have to say, Drew, before we get started, um, he is also on our PCA Alumni Council okay. and has been for several years, um, has served as our stewardship chair in the past, um, and then recently had some life changes with his family and new additions. And so... He is still remaining on our stewardship council, but has helped us raise so much money for North Texas Giving Day and our sponsor Child Line Legacy Program. And I am so grateful for you, Drew, yeah. and all the work that um, you've done and volunteered to be here. So yeah, thank thanks, you. Megan. Thanks for you guys for having me. It's a podcast I've been listening to, and it's fun to kind of see it. Uh, grow over the past year and now I get to be a part of it. Yeah. So thank you. You get to see it from the inside That's now, right? right? You're not yeah. looking on the outside. You're like actually here seeing all the complication that goes on with it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's true. There's a microphone and a computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Drew, catch us up to speed. Tell us, you know, what you're doing about your family, um, just where you guys are at today. Yeah, so right now I'm uh, Got married maybe two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. It's fun to Kristen Horner. It's been uh, a heck of a ride. It's fun. We have a now almost a four month old with our first kid, Everly Rose Horner. She's wow. uh, she's beautiful, beautiful little sucker. It's pretty fun. Yeah, um, that so, changes things, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> changed a lot of things. Yeah. We uh, sleeping for one of them. Sleeping. Well, you know, yes, sleeping for one of them. Yes. But she has been sleeping like twelve hours a night she's every a night. Champ. It's I love incredible. It. Yeah, awesome. I, I joke sarcastically, but true story. I actually prayed that we'd have a sleeping oh. baby for probably about six months religiously, like continue, yes. like all the time. Thank and you, God. Lord. Answered yes. yes to that. So, <laughs> Isn't it funny um, what we pray for? For yes. please, the Lord, let them sleep. <laughs> it's true. I like legit pray. Like, really? And, yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's been working. So um, thank God for that. Um, but you know, we're coming on the four month phase, so it'll be the real test as we kind of look at what sleeping is going to look like. Awesome. But, um, so that's personal family life. I have a small business. So we're in the logistics industry. Started maybe three years ago. Um, had an opportunity to kind of start that out of a out of an existing parent company structurally, mm-hmm. but also my parents' company. So. Um, did that. We broke away this past year, about a year ago. and That's amazing. Yeah, I did been, not know that. Yeah, Tell us about that. Yeah, so uh, Deliver Zen is the name of it. We are uh, a third-party logistics company, so we focus on the fulfillment side of it. We have a warehouse space where we're just um, handling e-commerce customers, retail customers, working with companies, large companies, big box stores, retailers, Walmart, uh, Amazon, Lowe's, Home Depot, uh, but also working with smaller kind of D2C brands. 
and how we are um, just yeah processing and shipping orders and yeah. handling it. That's so. important. That's you awesome. gotta you gotta get the product to the people. Yes, exactly. And if you don't, you hear about it. That's and for how sure. Long guys, <laughs> how long have you so you've been doing that this past year? Yep. All right. Very yeah, well, cool. We started about three years ago, four years ago, and then we really broke away and formed our own company entity this past year. So that's it's been fun. great. Kind of year one for us with it, really. So yeah. Okay. I want to go back real quick to um, here we go. <laughs> this, this is where it gets. Yeah, nice. This is where it gets. I want to go back to your little girl. Um, uh, oh. As okay. a you know a new dad, and um, what are some of the things that you? Uh, I guess. Like in the you, first four months, you've learned yeah, a lot. Yeah, you've learned a lot. So, and what is something that you, you maybe you didn't expect or that just was something that, you know, was different? I don't know. Just what was your, what's been your experience? Oh, my gosh. Um, being a dad has been a whole life-changing experience. Just mm. um, just the mentality of it. I think I think for me, it's like initially having, I had I had it. We saw Everly in the hospital and you're just like in shock, which is kind of cool. Um, but then for me, it's, it's kind of, it's obviously, there's a lot of guys that say this, but it's grown on me. Now it's like, you know, it's having a little girl has been a whole different mentality. Mm -hmm. Um, I think everything is, it's fun to see. It's it's fun to hold her at 10 o'clock at night. You know, it's just a whole different ballgame, which I never thought for me, if you look back at my life, I lived the ultimate bachelor life. (laughs) Like I kind of lived, I didn't get married until I was 30. Um, you know, I married, I, was traveling around the world for doing something so fun. And then now I'm a, I have a four month old, which is just like, I never thought I would probably be this engaged in having a kid, which is incredible. So that's awesome. awesome. So even before her, how did you meet your wife? Yeah, I met her at our church, Watermark. I met her, oh gosh, 2017, I think maybe something like that. Um, right in there. And then we dated for a year or so and then got married kind of half a year, six months after that, been married for two and a half years. And, um, yeah. So, so how how did she break that ultimate bachelor life guy? Because <laughs> oh, honestly, when I we, when I think of you, mm-hmm. right, I think of you as the rodeo guy yeah. traveling around the world doing that and just, I mean, just living it and yeah. going. And so, what what slowed you down long enough to get into a real think, relationship with her? Yeah, I think the timing. You know, it's funny. Okay. It's uh, true. This is people would always ask me. When I was twenty three, and uh, I dated a girl. I dated. I had a relationship. I was dating a little bit. Um, but other than that, I was single the entire time people would always ask me like, you know why don't you date somebody or whatever and I was just I was like I was married to Rodeo like yeah. that's a legit yeah. true story I mean yeah. I couldn't, didn't have any time and I was full focus on what I was doing and faithful to her <laughs> yeah yeah I was um, all those old country songs are very real like yeah. very true it's, it's in, a, in, in good and bad ways um, but the uh, so yeah just I got a little older kind of was phasing out of rodeo and uh, met her and we're total opposites. She's from, she's a Florida surfer girl. She grew up surfing on the beach. Her dad was like a traveling surfer. Whoa. Um, so total opposites. Um, and then did you, she ever get to see you perform? Never did. What? She has no idea. She's never even. Seen, she's never. Even, she's seen <laughs> videos. You've, you've seen the. She's seen the trophies in the uh, the bell box. Yeah, right? yeah, she's seen all that. Yeah, yeah. I had to move out, all that out of the house the other day because oh we don't have any goodness. space for oh, it. It's really also harsh. something I don't know what to do with. It's yeah. like I don't. I, I saw you perform in the Mesquite Rodeo. Did you really? I did. Yeah. did I, no way. Yeah. That I don't know if you knew that. But yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's funny. Did I do well? You Hopefully. did very well. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's all that matters, right? Yeah. 
Well, it was cool. awesome. It was great. Yeah, just, funny. It was, it's, it, for those, right, like, I'm not from Texas, and so rodeo, when I came down here, it's like, oh, that's kind of a whole different world, yeah. right? But it was your world. Yeah. And so when you go into it, it's a it's a pretty amazing kind of just event to watch people do. Yeah. So it's real quick, for our listeners, Drew, tell tell them, like, when did you get into rodeo? Yeah. You were here at PCA. That's what you did primarily. Yeah. Tell them a little bit about that. Yeah, so I started rope when I was 15, so it's, it's team roping is the event I specifically did. Um, and so um, I started it's like sophomore year for me. So kind of, I think it was April of my sophomore year. So towards the end of that, I didn't get into it. My dad was doing it. He would just had it as a hobby. And I, I didn't really do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. He had some property out in Thirmound, which is you know 30 minutes from here. And he put me to work. He started putting me to work in the summertime, which is right in there as school's getting out, April, May. And uh, it was May of 2005, I remember exactly when. And um, he put me to work. The funny thing was, is that he started teaching me how to like take care of horses, take care of cows. Um, essentially how to like take tend to the dirt, take care of the arena and, yeah. and do all these things. Um, but he was teaching me to do all the work that he didn't want to do. <laughs> and so I had to do all these things that saddle his horses and he taught me how to warm his horses up, get them ready for him to go ride and stuff. Cause he just wanted to go, he's you know busy man. And um, so he teach me all this and I just fell in love with it. Um, and so every day after school from sophomore, junior and senior year, I would just go, I would just go out to the barn and just, I would take care of horses and I'd saddle and I'd spend, I would spend, at least probably five or six hours there every day after school. I'd wow. go, I'd get home by nine o'clock and then yeah. I'd be at school the next day at, you know, eight thirty or nine. When, I'm just kidding. I'd show up on time. All right, I'd be there. After, after working on your homework. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. The Drew Horner I knew in high school. Yeah. yeah. Didn't spend a lot of time on his uh, homework. I didn't do a whole lot of homework. That's for sure. <laughs> I was a little distracted. The, uh, that's I, awesome. I turned in a lot of half finished homework. Um, True story. I have to do it, <laughs> get it done right before class. Yeah. But hey, we're talking to alumni, so we, we yeah. all know. But if, if we brought in Drew to talk to the Curtin students, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, <laughs> that part of the story. Yeah. Out, right? I wouldn't say any of that. I would say I was fully focused. I I, I I did well in school, and I shook a lot of good hands, and then I uh, did a lot of rodeo. So well, I got I got into it. Yeah, exactly. Did it yeah. then. I did it for. 10 years honestly I love it it was the best it was a, it was a great part of my life mm-hmm. um, it's not the best part of my life anymore but it was a, a great season did it until I was probably 25 26 right in there um, and the way you the way people kind of grasp it it's a whole world of its own is, is the way to describe it is it's like if you see the PGA tours for golf that's like the same concept mm-hmm. as we did that for rodeo so it's it's fun that's awesome. So, um, and then you met your wife, and I know just from talking to you over the years and even social media, you guys are really involved with a lot of a, an incredible community of people. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, y'all's church, where you go, and the community that you guys serve in. Yeah. So Watermark Community Church, uh, it's here in Dallas. They've got a few different plants around, um, just like a lot of kind of bigger churches, like oh, church plants or anything. Um, but I've been there since right out of high school. Um, so we jumped in. So Watermark does a really good job of community. I think does what's Clayton Kendall? Yes. It? Yeah, he goes to Watermark. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so Elmore's in his community group, and he huh? just got John Elmore. Oh yeah, got, yeah. He just got put on your teaching team. Yeah, he is. Elmore, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So John Elmore, exactly. So there's um, yeah, we keep up with it. Yeah, it's yeah, great. It's, great. it's a great church. It's awesome. Um, they do a really good job of community. So um, there's it's. They'll put you with like-minded people, same stage of life, which is awesome. Um, there's a ton of good mentorship opportunities as well. Um, if you don't, if you're not connected into a church, Watermark does a really good job of, of getting people in connected. Um, and so I've been there for, gosh, and so since '07, right out of high school. That's awesome. Um, so I know a bunch of people there. It's been awesome. Um, 
yeah, yeah. a ton of different ministries and opportunities. And some of our closest friends are there. My wife, she moved to Dallas and went straight to Watermark. So her whole Dallas circle and close friends mm-hmm. is kind of built around that community. What, and what took her out of Florida to come to Texas? Uh, her, her faith. So her, her part of her testimony, it's actually really cool. Um, so her, she has an identical twin sister. Okay. Um, her identical twin sister, they did everything together. So um, she listens. As you're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> as you're supposed to. Come on. You're, you're, yes. Even now we live, you know, seven minutes from each other and talking about being neighbors now. So it's, it's, it's. That's see? so cool. Yeah, it's crazy. She's a great twin sister. Yeah, it's awesome. So they literally had every high school class together, every college class together, every, they were roommates all throughout whatever life. Um, so evidently her older sister or her, her, her twin sister um, moved. So they live in Florida, but moved to like Oregon. So total other side. Wow. Part of, that's part of her testimony too. But then her twin sister um, accepted Christ, moved to moved to go to Watermark's residency program. Okay. Um, it's like a you know year long mm-hmm. kind of short uh, hyper focused quote seminary program thing. Um, so she did that, and then in the middle of that, Kristen had kind of been hearing, um, kind of getting her heart tugged towards Christ. Yeah. Um, and obviously, when your closest sister ever in life and relationship you've ever had yes. has that kind of influence on you, then um, you, you're probably going to be hopefully pricked a little bit too. Yeah. Um, so but she, she was in Florida when that was she happening. She was in Florida when okay. that was happening. So um, doing her own thing, separate. They were you know away from each other for probably, you know, I guess, a couple of years. Um, so she ends up you know, kind of changing her life, getting plugged into church out there for maybe a year or so, mm-hmm. but then wanted to, you know, her sister's here in Dallas. So she moves to Dallas to be with her sister and all the community here. Um, and it's growing up around there. I think she was probably 26 at the time, right in there. Wow. Um, yeah, so then she moved to Dallas. That's what brought her here. I met my wife when she was probably 28, maybe. Mm-hmm. So about a year and a half, two years after that. And um, yeah, so it's been... That is so cool. That is neat. It's cool. It's pretty It's pretty awesome to see and um, to see kind of how you, know, you bring a... I love Florida, but you bring a Florida girl. Who's <laughs> a Florida girl in Texas. Opposite of me in yeah. every way, like Aww. 100%. Um, and then we meet and, you know, it's crazy. So that's fun. Oh, that's cool. I love that. Yeah. Um, so, all right, I want to go back to your high school days. <laughs> oh, great. <Yeah. laughs> Tell us, what were some of your favorite classes? Yeah. What were some of your favorite memories here at PCA? You know, I haven't listened to his podcast yet, but Steve Lee's, I think, was probably one of my most favorite classes. Not just because Steve Lee's amazing. He's a great teacher. There's a ton of great teachers here. Um, but I think uh, his, the, I don't know if it's still apologetics. Yes. Do you still teach that mm-hmm. same yes. course? His yeah. uh, focusing, focusing approach. approach. Yeah. I found my notebook the other there you day. Go. Oh, my no gosh. No joke. I found it. Um, like two weeks ago and I, I knew I had it but I just I've kept it all the time and yep. it's awesome um, but that was a I think the Bible class not just his but you know even when Starrett was here if Dave Starrett back right. in the day um, he I've kept up with that guy but um, I think uh, the foundation that these Bible classes gave me for mm-hmm. me was just in general was just awesome um, apologetics is what it's like, you know, this isn't necessarily an exact statement. It's probably not. It's an exaggerated statement. It's But it's the, you know, you're almost going through a seminary through what we're doing here. I mean, mm-hmm. the apologetics courses, these Bible courses, like what we learned through high school at Preston with through these courses are the same things that, you know, these people are learning in college and in, um, you know, in their 30s. And I'm yeah. so thankful for that because it's like, dang, I can... It was just a foundation that gave me so much more of my faith to share the gospel, to live out the gospel, um, and to kind of be a focused, um, I guess, to go be, have a kingdom education background and yeah. to, to be a disciple. So yeah. it's been awesome. Those, those are my favorite. Yeah. Because um, I wasn't a, 
I didn't play a ton of sports here at Prestonwood, and uh, you were busy doing the rodeo. Yeah, you were roping, man. You didn't yeah. have time for that. And math and science, and uh, no, none of yeah. that. No, yeah, there, I, I know um, there's still a few YouTube videos out there. There's a few, yeah. There's a few. Rodeo. Yeah, back yeah. in the day, goodness. Now, it was a little different because we were over in the church for all of your classes, right? Uh-huh. They didn't have the, Early on, we were. Did they have the high school? Did you get to move into the high Junior school? Junior year okay. was the first year I was over wow. in this high school here. Yeah. yeah. So we, yeah, that's right. We had the modulars over there and everything. Goodness, so much nostalgia for that. A lot has changed. <laughs> yes, it For is. the good. And, yeah. you know, Drew has been part of the council for so long mm-hmm. that you have seen also seen, like, the growth of just yeah. the Alumni Association in general. Um, which has been really great. Yeah. But he hasn't seen the new middle school. I have not seen that yet. So we're going no. to no. tour it after. So for those alumni yeah. who haven't been on campus in a while, you need to come back because there's a lot of things. Check that, out the new middle school yeah. and the library is so But beautiful. one of the things that is here, and some people, right, they may not associate you with you because you're early on, right, but a lot of people have gone through the Horner Training Center. Oh, yeah. Right? And that's the same Horner name because yeah. right? that's your grandparents. Yeah. So yeah. kind of a neat thing that have that legacy of the Horner name as part of PCA. Yeah, it's cool i think um it's fun my uh it, it's fun for me because i love prestonwood love the, you know the church had a huge impact on me and the mission trips and all that work that we mm. all the just the fun you get to do as a high school kid um and then the school itself too just the the education i think i was i was actually saying this to myself the other day and when i talk about it prestonwood with other people you know every every now and then i get to it's I think I, I tell people it's like Prestonwood is incre- they they are incredibly important on education. Like they love education, mm-hmm. but they are more focused on discipleship, yeah. which is what was huge for me. Um, and so when I talk to people about you know you, you get conversations of what private school or public school and the school system nowadays and what we're seeing and everything that's happening, even coming locally in Dallas and Richardson where we live, and it's like you know the the point is is like what what's what matters to you like do you want your kid to be really smart like do you want him to know you know two times whatever and you know anything like that or do you want him to know that plus to have a faith have something of a background Mm -hmm. and have some sort of some sort of um grounding and so um yeah when i look at preston it's important for me to see that you know my grandparents made a choice years ago to be involved um and i think they saw what preston was doing for me at that time which is huge uh, my dad now and my parents are, you know, love this school and uh, love everything about it. My my brothers and sisters are coming here, and um, I think it's just the there's just something to say when you when you know when you can trust what's going on. You see what you you can be involved directly. Um, yeah. You have a say in your your kids and family's lives. Um, the impact that's going to have is something that I want to be a part of, and I get to be a part of it. And uh, the alumni council over the years, and just kind of more so, just seeing what's been happening, doing what I can, and um, yeah. So I think we're going to be. Yeah, you know, we're PCA lifers, I guess is the way to say <laughs> For it. For sure. I love it. Yeah. You love guys it. are um, an incredible legacy from family to family and what you guys are doing here. So. Yeah, thanks. So any uh, any words of wisdom uh, to other alumni out there as far as like your spiritual growth and development? Uh, is there like a book or a podcast oh, or yeah. something that you are using right now and just kind of your own spiritual growth? You know, right now, so right now I actually took a break away from books and podcasts recently a few okay. months just because I wanted to clear out the, uh, and I've got a new family and a small business and I have, so the, uh, the actual discipline side of things has been hard. Um, but what I've, uh, what I chose to do um, was I, I just was like, I'm just going to dive into scripture mm-hmm. um, and just read chronologically start to finish. I'm almost done reading chronologically through the Bible. So um, I think the, the the most simple piece of advice whenever people ask me is I was like, just choose something and do it. Yeah, um, that's what I, yeah. Yeah. Just- 
do it and then next year do something different the yeah next year do something different yeah, yeah. exactly Take a plan and go through it are you reading now did you get a chronological bible or did you get a like a plan that kind of takes you and you read a little bit here read a little bit there and just yeah. kind of use your bible as the yeah yeah so i got the bible app that's yeah. telling me what to read and it's really it. cool the reading through the old testament that way was probably one of the coolest things because it's like all these stories back and forth and the timeline of it and i'm in reading through Acts and Romans right now, so it's going back and forth. I just finished Romans, so it's coming back to Acts to it all. That's awesome. It's just, it's really you're, cool. You're almost done. Almost, I'm like 20 days away. Wow. So, yeah, I'm I don't impressive. know what Revelation is going to be like this chronological style, but we'll see. So it'll you're be. You're going to kick it off to the new year easily. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be fun. But that's what I've been doing, what I've been focusing on. And, um, you know, we got a community group of guys, so I think the, Second to that, I guess I should add to this, is that community, kind of you touched on it, um, is just finding community, whatever that is, as far as finding solid, biblically-based community, um, people that you can meet with regularly somehow or another, um, or just be able to pick up a phone and call that you can rely upon. And those people are out there. Um, If you're not finding it, then you you can find it. Um, It's just an an effort. Just go find, just, you know, Yeah, Drew, you actually just said it. It's the effort. It's putting in the effort. It's the building it. Right? Yeah. You got to put in the effort to make it happen. Mm-hmm. You got to show up. It, yeah, it doesn't just <laughs> yeah. come knock on your door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. The community doesn't just show up. You got to yeah. make it happen. Well, Drew, you've done um, some really great things here at PCA just with your time and your volunteering, and um, you guys have given so much, um, you and your wife. So um, thank you again for that. Thank you for being on our podcast today yeah. and just kind of sharing a little bit about you and your family and your story. Um, you guys are always welcome back. We love to have you guys here. Um, and it's just been a great time to, to see you again. Yeah, thanks, a new man. season of life. Oh my gosh, yeah, for sure. Yep. Well, hey, I may be around more. Daddy. Exactly, <laughs> I know. In a few years, I'll putting, be dropping her off. Putting bows probably. in her hair. And oh gosh, you, know, you want to know? You want to know a funny story? Yes. So taking care of horses for ten years or so, my whole life, I was pretty good with manes and tails and everything. <laughs> Seriously, oh true story. Oh, this is going to be funny. Yeah, so yes. my when, wife. When we play this for his daughter and yours to come, <laughs> that's why your dad knows how to braid your hair. Yeah, it's oh. true. It's true. I So my, I braid better than my wife. Yeah. I really do. And so I like, good. no joke. So I can like, do, I do everything. I can do all this stuff and everything. And she's like, where did you learn how to do this? I was like, like I did it for my horses. <laughs> she hates it when I say that. That's Yeah. It's true. She hates, it's so funny. That is actually pretty yeah. funny. I yeah. love that. Yeah. That is so great. Yeah. Wow. A lot of horses train me up to take care of a dog. Yeah. See, yeah. that was just preparing you for for this. Who yeah. would have known? Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh, oh, Drew. Well, um, thank you, yeah. and um, we are so grateful that you are back. Yeah, thank you. Good stuff. Thank you for joining us today on Life Talk, where we talk about life while encouraging and equipping you to live out the truth of God's word. Until next time, let your life talk.